Last time on Queer Dungeoneers. The crew reunited and confronted Lenore Magnus and her doppelganger goons. Cremora broke the rules of the ghost zone and learned how to fly, while Patsy took a devastating blow, bringing him to zero hit points. Will he survive? Let's find out right now. But first, a quick word about this episode. Well, cool in theory, it turns out that having three enemies who have different appearances to the four party members present is actually incredibly confusing, especially in an audio medium. To alleviate this issue, I've put together a table that will help you understand what each character is seeing that you can access in the description of this episode. I've also included other information in that document that I'm sure you'll find vital to your listening experience. I suggest you read the document now, and then keep it available to clear up any confusions you might have during the episode. Okay, where were we? Right, Patsy dying. Or not dying? Let's find out. Everyone, you see it happen. Signana hurls Patsy, furious that you replaced him with this this wretch of a man. <laughs> sorry, that is the funniest image. My old character killing my new. It is also very funny because Signana, for all his strengths, was not very yeah, physically gifted. So just hucking like, the barbarian. <laughs> The tall, hairy barbarian. Patsy! Patsy impacts against this other person. It's Angelina Jolene. It's it's Nime. It's Samira. It's a squirrel with a giant mitt. <laughs> and then time freezes for everyone but Patsy. Patsy, you are still here. Your body sort of floating through the air and towards this ground and Lenore looks down at you you are mine now not so fast yes <laughs> I can't believe I'm so happy that fucking here <laughs> in front of you appears a large red devilish figure Patsy, what have you gotten yourself into? Um, well, I did exactly what your mask told me to. Like, I, I was helping these fine folks here, and, uh... And you know how it goes with squirrel and hucking. This one is clearly an idiot. You don't need it. Give it to me. It's mine. This, this is, is my, my place. place. I, I will keep, keep this soul. Baramos grabs out for one of your arms... And Lenore grabs the other one, and they both start pulling you and stretching you from either side as they have a tug of war. If only there was some form of leggings to ease this pain. (laughs) (laughs) Could you please read your special move in relation to death? The upper hand. You take plus one ongoing to last breath rolls. When you take your last breath on a seven and nine, you make an offer to death in return for your life. If death accepts, he will return you to life. If not, you die. So, as you're getting pulled from both sides, 
can you please roll? If you get a 10 or more, Baramos will win the tug of war. If you get less than a 7, Lenore will win, and a 7 and 9 will just have to see. I can't read the green dice. I can't read the green dice. So it's a 9 plus my 1 on going to the It's a 10! Baramos yanks you from the control of Lenore. Look, buddy, we'll talk about this later, but for now, just get back in there. And he shoves you out of this ghost zone and you appear back in your body, just outside the Well of Souls. For everyone still in the ghost zone, Patsy disappears. Not again! (laughs) Jolene, you hear a familiar voice. Hi, Cremora, or is your name Cremora? Can I trust anything you ever said? You're a monster! You are a monster! And he starts running towards you. What is everyone doing as Jolene is pinned on the ground? Okay, I see Jolene running towards the pinned Jolene, and I break eye contact with Lenore, and I cast Unseen Servant directly in front of where Spectral Jolene is running, so they trip over. Okay, roll to cast a spell. That is a nine. Um, I think I'm okay with forgetting Unseen Servant for the time being. (laughs) So it goes exactly as you planned. Jolene is running towards this other Jolene and smacks into something invisible and sort of is caught on the wrong foot. I do think that you feel the energy of the Unseen Servant disperse as soon as this happens. I don't think it can really hold to that kind of damage, uh, but it does stun Jolene for just a second. Ghost Jolene. Weird Jolene. You, you get it. It's I weird. Know. Jolene. Around. I am going to swoop in and pick up Pip, because I see Pip, and like engulf her in water and kind of like lift her up. So she's in a big floating bubble of water. Okay, you just see her mouthing like, Nime, don't do that. Nime, I'm your leader. Nime, how dare you? But it's just silence. (laughs) Pleasant blooping. Cremora, your mother looks down at you, uh, and then from her eyes come spears of darkness, like a thousand pinpricks shooting towards you. What do you do? Using the principles established by Cremora's flight... I will take a section out of the wall and just bring it across. Okay, just with your mind. Just... Okay, roll intelligence. That is an 11. A piece of wall from the side of the building appears in front of you and then shatters apart as it is hit by this dark energy. The structure has taken such damage that everyone hears it sort of cracking and rumbling like it doesn't have that much more stability in it. Jolene, you're still pinned. Yep, I'm going to wiggle my way out. Uh, You basically, you need to kind of do it all in one motion, right? Your leg is, it's going to hurt to do it and to get your leg out. So I think it's a constitution roll. Okay, this is okay. I have a bit. That's a 12. Okay, you just managed to pull your leg out and you roll away from the debris. Do I have the gun that my dad gave me? Uh, yes, you still have the gun. I'm going to shoot at the whoever is engulfed in you. Oh, it's Zachary, isn't it? Zachary? <laughs> shoot at Zachary? I'm going to shoot at Zachary. Uh, so that's 11. Okay, roll damage. 
that's a seven plus four plus two, which is thirteen. You shoot you Zach- killed Zachary! I did! I feel very really bad about it. You shoot Zachary square in the chest. Why? Mum? I mean, I mean, Jolene, oh gosh, did I say mum? Oh no, I hate when I do that to my teachers. And he disappears. <laughs> he kind of comes into one central point and then a dark energy shoots out of him and around the room. Can everyone please roll Defied Angel Wisdom or tell me how they're going to weather this? <laughs> uh, oh, this is some magical bullshit. Oh, I'm fine. Okay, you're fine. Wiz is my best stat. Come on. Yeah. yeah. Oh, thank God. It's actually not my best stat. Yeah. But who guess? <laughs> I rolled myself and an 11. Wiz- Wisdom is my second worst stat, so. No! Oh! You feel a similar energy run through your body. You are bound to Lenore's will. Anytime you try to defy what she asks you to do, you will take a d10 plus one ah, damage. Fun. Oh, fuck. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> you still have fireball. The wizard has fireball. You wish you'd forgotten it now, don't you? Daughter, can you feel the bones under the floor? Oh, no. And you can. You can feel there are bones scattered underneath the floor here. Tell me the truth. Can you feel the bones? I can. Raise them. Kramora is going to look up at Lenore Magnus and say, Well, our family are very good at necromancy, and I'm going to raise all of the bones underneath into one large corpse, and I'm going to have it launch up and attack Lenore Magnus. <gasps> oh, fuck. Okay, can you please roll? That's a ten. So her eyes okay. light with green fire. Everyone feels the ground shake. And these bones come together. Uh, what shape do you bring them into? It's vaguely humanoid, but with enormous skeletal wings what? stretching from behind it. That's so cool. Cremora summons a goth into the room. <laughs> this huge figure reaches out of the ground and then stands up and then wings spread out behind it. Then I will order it to attack Lenore. Just leap up and just grab her and try and crush her. Okay, roll to command your stinger bones. Eight plus, so that's an eleven. Yeah, deals five damage. This huge creature smashes into Lenore and sends her flying. You feel this link between you and her snap instantly. Do you keep your creature? I think I probably do, yeah. Okay. Uh, Jolene and Nime, there is this huge skeletal creature, but the threats on the ground are still there. There is still the Signana lookalike and the other lookalike that looks like both Samira and Angelina. I think Nim's actually... She's too shocked, so I'm going to pass this one to Tori. Uh, what are the two things doing? They see Nim stunned for this moment, and they leap at her. I'm going to shoot at whoever, whatever's closest. Okay. Uh, the closest one is your mother. Thanks. The closest is my mom. Okay. <laughs> no, you've done it before. You've killed your mom. I'm cold. <laughs> I've shot my mother in the face. Yes, definitely. I shoot my mother. It's a ten. Roll damage. Four plus two, six. Bump, bump, bump. 
Another mum bites the dust. Oh, shit! <laughs> Sorry, mum! <laughs> and another wave of darkness sweeps across the room. Oh, fuck! Wisdom rolls, people. Wisdom rolls. Well, then, that's an eight. I roll a six, but I have a plus one in wisdom, so it's seven. Thirteen. <laughs> it's a double six. Cromora, you brush off this effect. You've felt it before, and you're not going to feel it again. Uh, the other two of you, something kind of twitches in your brains. You have a minus one ongoing until oh. you manage to clear this effect from your brain. Cromora, your accomplices on the ground are looking dazed and bewildered, but there's only your mother and Signana left. I think having heard two gunshots and felt two explosions, I think Cromora, as focused as she is, I think can still piece together Jolene is doing what Jolene does. <laughs> Killing um, things with little mercy. Slaughtering her way through the battlefield. So I think the skeleton which has grasped Lenore is just going to slam her repeatedly into the side of the tower. Holy shit. Okay, roll to skell. Roll to skell. That's a skelling ton. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Ooh, that's a 13. Does that do something? It does do something. Oh, Jesus. Um, Because ages and ages ago, I took the advanced move Monstrous. So advanced animated corpses under my control deal a D8 damage. When I use attack command, on a 12 plus, they deal the full 8 damage with no roll required. The skeletal figure smashes your mother against the wall over and over again. Um, And as she gets weaker, the building is getting weaker. It is just a manifestation of her after all. And you can feel the whole thing starting to shake and move in its foundations. Meanwhile, on the ground, Nime, you're feeling awful. You're feeling this dread go over you uh, when Signana lashes out at you with a broken recorder. He goes to stab you in the chest. Can I bring out my staff and try and block it? So roll defense, that's constitution. Oh, uh, my con's actually all right. Don't cut yourself. Oh, you're fine. That's a nine. Mm. So yeah. would you like to take half damage or open up an opportunity or... I'd like to deal damage. I bring it up with enough force to kind of like jar Signata's arm, but I like get stabbed in the process or something. Yep, so you deal your level while oh, damage. Oh, shit. I'm level 10. That's ridiculous. You deal 10 damage to this thing. You'll never guess how much health these things had. But you do take an attack in return. Can you please take a d8 of damage? Oh. That's a 2. You bash Signana with the stick. And he says, whoa! And he falls off. I'm sorry, what was that? Whoa! (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And he falls back and falls through a hole in the floor. And he's gone. The boy still explodes in the dark energy, though, so can you please all roll wisdom and don't forget your minus ones. Ah. Uh, ten. I've got a ten. And what'd you get? Three. Oh, jeez! Oh, no! Nimeg, you've been having this horrible bout, but you've managed to struggle through it. Kromora, you're still on the ball as you hold your mother in the hand of this skeleton that she forced you to summon. Jolene... You can feel this rippling will of another being going through you. Shoot my daughter, or you will take a d10 plus one damage. You gonna do it? Yep. Okay, you will aim your gun, level it, and fire. Roll. Volley. Her will to live overrides how much she loves everyone else. 
So that's a five plus my dexterity, which is an eight. Okay. Minus one and minus I one. Turn and I'll say, Jolene, no, stop. Don't fire. Don't do it, Jolene. And that happens just before the gun goes off. Okay. Roll eight or interfere. That is um eight. Eight. Jolene, you aim and fire, knowing that it's your life or perhaps Cremora's. But at the last moment before you take the shot, Cremora cries out, begging you to spare her. Your shot goes just a little wide and hits a critical point on the skeleton Cremora has summoned, and the whole thing crumbles into ash. Yeah, you destroy the skeleton summoned by Cremora. Lenore is freed. You are still under the mental effect. Oh. Sorry, Kamara. It's okay. I don't want to die. I would like to turn into a fire elemental. Please. Roll to flamey boy. Flamey boy. Flamey boy. Eleven. Inspired a little bit by the vulture from Kartos's island, I'm going to be a bird. I'm going to be an fire egret. Ah, yes, everyone nod wisely. An egret. We all know what an egret is. A flamey egret, so they have pointy beaks. Okay. (laughs) And I would like to fly up really quickly and jab Lenore right in the chest with my flaming beak. So you spend one hold to pierce through the air as a flaming bird, and then you go to make your shot against Lenore. Hack that slash. Hack that slash. Hack that (laughs) slash. Guess you couldn't hack it. Your beak hits Lenore's hand, which is just pulsing with darkness. Now, you have a choice here. <laughs> you can take 1d10 plus 1 damage, ignoring armor as it just goes through this darkness. <sighs> or you can take half of that, but she will heal the same amount that is dealt to you. Um. Yeah, I would like to take the damage, please. Okay. Okay, you're going to take the damage. That was a six, which still wouldn't have killed me, but I would like to shed. When you shed, you don't take the damage, but you will lose your form. Cremora and Jolene. Nime hits Lenore's hand and turns from a flaming egret back into herself, and she is falling through the air. What are you two doing? As I see her falling towards me, I will zoom over and just catch in both arms. Or try to. I have eight strength. <laughs> that is an eight. You launch yourself over and you see Nim falling into your arms. And she's way too big for you to catch until you grow to be bigger than she is. You are caught in the arms of a huge Cremora. Cremora, your new size infers no benefits, but it will mean that you will take a minus one if you try to dodge. That's pretty cool. Not gonna lie. Yeah, I'm sort of getting used to how this this space works. I'm just gonna gently put her down on the ground. Cheers. There you go. You're welcome. I'm I'm gonna get back to... Yep, cool. Okay, Okay, bye. Enough! And I think what happens at this point the building collapses. She lets out this moment of rage and floor by floor under you, you can hear the building collapse and you can feel it giving out under your feet. You have mere seconds before you will be smushed into dust or mush. 
using my enormous size, <laughs> I would like to, <laughs> I would like to just grab both of them and just curl up. Before she does that, I want to use my dagger coated in the magic killer poison and throw it at Lenore. Yeah, it's a five plus a six plus three, so... Roll me some damage. Nine. Jolene, you launch the dagger from your hand, uh, coated in this poison, uh, but you don't get a chance to see what it's done as a giant buff Cremora (laughs) comes over you. Cremora, can you please roll defend? Okay. That is a 10. No way! Yay! <laughs> you huddle in a ball as the building falls from both above and under you. It crumples in from both sides, squashing you like you're in a Cremora sandwich with brick for bread. Um, it feels like this would be more than a D10 worth a, of damage. It's a, it's a, you roll a D12. Let's yeah. roll a D12, but you'll take half. That's, that's a six. Yes, that is a six. So that's three down to one with my two armor, so that's one damage. Cremora takes one damage from I having a this. building fall on her <laughs> as she cradles you two. Ow, 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 fuck! <laughs> and as you slowly unfurl, sort of hurling huge bits of building off of your back and digging your way out, in front of you, Cassandra, Van, and Leonard. They're just to the side of the building, and who's not to be seen is Lenore. Okay, so I did throw a dagger with a magic killer poison on it. I don't know if I hit her, but ah! as you look up, holes are opening in the sky. In this mixed and mottled sky, holes are opening and piercing, and it is peeling away. You wouldn't say that it's darkness behind the holes. It is the colour of nothing. You don't have a word for it. I will shrink back down to normal size. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, this is the exit. We need to get out of here right now. <laughs> yeah, okay, uh, run. Run! Run! Where? (laughs) There! You see below you, now that the whole building has crumbled away, there is a hole, a gaping hole below you that you can jump through if you are so brave. Everyone in the hole, now, go! Everyone is rushing through the hole. Leonard grabs your arm, Jolene. I won't be the same when we go back. I'll be back to the way I was. Just make sure you take me north one day, okay? Leonard. Yeah. You're always going to be you. Yeah, but sometimes I want to taste human flesh. That's okay. Some people are just like that. <laughs> that helps. Yeah. And he jumps down the hole. <laughs> Once everyone's in, I'll jump through as well. It's like you jump down and then you come back up out of the other side of the well. You land on the ground. Patsy, you see these three figures land above you just as you kind of stir back to consciousness. And as you all are still getting your bearing to hear a feminine voice say, Good. Then you're done? Well then. And you look over and a figure in a cloak crushes a small glass bottle in her hand. Mazel tough. <laughs> Thank you.
Thanks for listening. Have a great day, do something you love, and hang in there. Bye! Uh, and in a moment that totally isn't edited in from halfway through the recording, Cassandra, Vern, and Leonard just freeze in place. Their will not strong enough to resist Lenore's mental effects. Do you think anyone noticed that we just edited this in from the future? No, 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 no,